and pro. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chris Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chris Meyer. The Terminator has called for the termination of freedom. That's right. He has. He's called for the termination of freedom. He said, screw freedom. Using a term, a colloquial term, or a slang term that's not part of my vocabulary, but that's what he said today. That's what he said. And here's what's said about that. Those who choose security over freedom deserve neither security nor freedom. It appears that Mr. Schwarzenegger, flexing his big muscles for the film industry, doesn't seem to have much courage when it comes to dealing with issues like COVID. And so he's going to take away your freedom and terminate it. The Terminator wants to terminate your freedom. Today on Viewpoint, we're going to talk a little bit more about this COVID situation. And believe you me, it brings no joy to my heart to do so. How many times have I spoken to people just in the last few days how much I just really resent having to talk about this issue on this program? But I must. Do you realize that the COVID issue and the vaccine issue and the very issue of freedom itself has become the number one issue everywhere in the world? It's almost impossible to get any real news anywhere that any of us that would really ultimately care about, except to see that our pullout from Afghanistan is inuring to the destruction of Afghanistan and actually, very likely, the death of hundreds, if not thousands, of people that tried to serve Americans, and we treated them with disrespect. We dishonored their service and are leaving them to die. It seems that that's what many Americans are willing to do today, even with regard to the COVID issue. You'll understand more of what I mean as we get deeper into today's program. I hope you'll stay tuned, friends, because what you're going to hear on the program today, you're very likely not going to hear hardly anywhere else. And the reason for that is not because we're picking and choosing to find the information, but because we're looking for information that isn't tangled with ulterior motives, that isn't tangled up with political agendas, that isn't tangled up with money in various forms, that isn't tangled up with power, the pursuit of power, and all of these interconnections that seem to be at the very heart of everything covid concerning the vaccine. And so today we're going to look at it once again. How many times have I had people listening to this program, people who will talk about listening to this program regularly, and yet will make decisions, will still have tremendous indecision with regard to the facts concerning COVID? Look, they're telling us that the reason why people are unwilling to get the vaccinations, which are, by the way, experimental, totally experimental, admitted to be experimental, not proven, not tried, not tested, experimental. 
I hope you're listening. Experimental. Experimental. And yet we're willing to cast our full trust and confidence on that which is experimental because a few people in power that have reasons to try to convince us, such as President Biden or the CDC or Dr. Fauci or the new uh, head of the CDC and so on, telling us how wonderful and how safe these vaccines are. Friends, either they are totally ignorant of the issues, don't even know what the issues are, or they're lying to you, or they are absolutely how, do, how would, would one even describe their inability to reason cohesively and cogently? It seems that they've been deprived of their reasoning ability. When you have, we'll, we'll do this for beginners, for starters, in case you happen to be tuning in for the first time. When you have the facts from the developers of the vaccines themselves who have told us in no uncertain terms that the purpose of the vaccines was not to keep from spreading the virus. Let me repeat that. They have told us very clearly that the purpose of the vaccines was not to keep us from spreading the virus. Why? Because viruses can't be stopped by their very nature. That's what science knows. And that's what you need to know. Viruses will advance on their own terms. Until we get natural immunity and they run their course. And then another environment comes up, such as what happens with the flu, where every winter becomes flu season. We haven't stopped the virus. All of the flu vaccines never stopped the virus. And by the way, they were never intended to. All they were intended to do is minimize the effects of the virus when you get it. The same is true with the COVID vaccines. Now, if we want to say, does the vaccine have value or efficacy with regard to if you get the virus, that it will diminish your uh, symptoms immediately? That's very likely true, at least to about 40 to 60%. 40 to 60% effective. That's what we're being told. Some places you'll say you're 90% effective. But if they're 90% effective, then why is it they were immediately calling for a second booster shot? It's because they were not 90% effective. And now they're calling for a third booster shot that will be mandated, required by the CDC. They've already come out just this week. You're going to have to have a third booster shot. Why? Because the first two were not fully efficacious, as they have told you. It doesn't take a Philadelphia lawyer to figure these things out, friends. All you have to have is an eighth-grade education.
This requires a reasonable mind, not a fearful mind. A fearful mind is not a reasonable mind. People who are consumed or enveloped by fear cannot think straight. And isn't it wonderful that God has not given us again the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind? Now, what we're not trying to say here on Viewpoint is that the COVID uh, virus or the Delta version or now the new Lambda version uh, version are not serious, are not to be of concern. We're not saying that. We're saying that they have been made out to be more than what they are and the so-called prevention of which is actually taking away your freedom. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chris Meyer, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Early last, early this year, Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, made a declaration. He said that we must seize this moment of the COVID vaccine, the COVID virus, in order to use it to bring on the new world order. That's what he said. Now, I'm not giving a direct quote. I'm telling you what he said. He said, we must seize this moment, the COVID virus, as the means to leverage the new world order. This is our moment. This is our great opportunity, and we must not lose out. John Kerry... Joe Biden's environmental secretary declared upon the election of Joe Biden or the putative election of Joe Biden that that election and inauguration opened the door to the Great Reset, which is the euphemistic term to describe the New World Order. Two or three weeks later, he was addressing the World Economic Forum and said... Not only did Joe Biden's election open the door to the Great Reset, but now it's going to take place much more quickly than anyone ever anticipated. So, what are they wanting to do? Well, they're, they're wanting to create a new world order, a new utopian government that is a mixture of socialism and communism and uh, perverted churchianity. You could call it a global socialist utopia. That's what they want to do. And Mr. Schaub 
said that every country from the United States to China must participate and every industry from oil and gas to tech must be transformed. John Kerry exclaimed, the notion of a reset is more important than ever before. We are at the dawn of an extremely exciting time. Well, it may be exciting for them, but friends, what it means for you is you will lose your freedom and justice for all. You'll lose your liberty, equality, and fraternity if you're in France. In fact, the French are already losing their liberty, equality, and fraternity because the president of France is now leveraging COVID in order to send police into the restaurants, outdoor and indoor, to verify whether or not you have a COVID vaccination. What kind of country do you think that sounds like? Does that sound like a free country? Mr. Biden now is being urged to put all unvaccinated citizens on a no-fly list. That just came out this week. That means you will not be able to get on an airplane anywhere to go out of the country or across the country or anywhere in the country to conduct business, to visit relatives, friends, or for any other purpose. Does that sound like freedom? No. Next in line, this came out this week, To be crossed will be to deny medical treatment to the unvaxxed. Leo Holman was commenting about this. He said, I remember thinking, what if 2020 was just a taste of what's to come in 2021? And tensions are rising as people are being forced out of jobs because they won't take an experimental injection. The progressive elites who run our institutions started by threatening people's jobs and academic careers. Now they're moving on to forcing people to show their medical papers before they can enter restaurants, shows, ball games, gyms. And Joe Biden and CNN's Don Lemon and others have said businesses should not allow the unvaxxed to enter any store or work any job, period. Did you just hear that? The unvaxxed not to be allowed to enter any store or work any job. In other words, you'll not be able to buy or sell. You'll not be able to conduct business. The next step would be to deny medical care to the sick and dying unless they first concede to the injection. Dr. Roger Hodgkinson, a renowned Canadian pathologist, spoke at an event on August 4th by America's Frontline Doctors. And here's what he said. This is an unprecedented horror show, the worst in medical history. He said, my advice, do not rule out anything. No matter how nefarious for the international cabal that has hijacked our medical establishment, they have already proven themselves to be ruthless, stone-cold killers. 
What's next? Will the federal bureaucrats running Medicare threaten to withhold treatment to our senior citizens who have not been marked on their arms by the COVID needle? Things seem to be moving very fast toward a totalitarian state with backing from the entire corporate world and the mainstream corporate media. And if you can withhold care from a sick man for refusing a shot, if you can take a man's livelihood away and deny him the ability to feed his children for refusing an injection, then you can do anything to anyone for whatever reason. So, this writer says we stand in the valley of decision. I agree. You stand in the valley of decision, friend. How many of my Christian brothers and sisters are so terrified, just completely ruled by fear? And it's completely overwhelming their faith. It's overwhelming their reason. And they're just capitulating. Oh, well, I have to get it. Really? Where in the world, how in the world have Christians come to the place where we have no ability to stand in the evil day? Zero ability, zero willingness to stand. From pulpit to pew. Here we have Rand Paul, a senator and a doctor who has accused Dr. Fauci of outright medical fraud in the way he has communicated the things that he has communicated to the American people, defrauding them of the truth. Let's put it that way. And when he says that these vaccines are experimental, that they should not be forced upon people, He is taken off of YouTube as if somehow he is giving misinformation. No, he's not giving misinformation. He's actually giving the real information that is going against the disinformation that is being provided by your government and the medical establishment that has not equipped itself to understand what's really going on. The writer here, Leo Holman, says, On the other side, we see the filthy gods of this world, reeking of unrighteousness, counterfeit authority, whispering in our ears, telling us to ignore the one true God and to do what they tell us is best for our bodies, the very temples of the Holy Spirit. Now, before we go further in this, let me lay another foundation piece of information that we've talked about so many times. Again, the vaccines are not intended to or have ever been intended to stop the spread of a virus. Period. All they were intended to do was minimize the symptoms if you get the virus. Because it was well known, you cannot stop a virus. So when your president or other doctors or other officials or CDC people, anyone out there tries to tell you that 
We have to get the vaccine to stop the virus. They are lying through their teeth or just absolutely unmitigatingly ignorant, either negligently or uh, (laughs) knowingly, just ignorant. Unfortunately, there is so much ignorance going on, and all people are doing is echoing what somebody else is saying without doing any backup research to validate what is being said. If you think you're going to go to CNN to find legitimate information concerning the COVID and the COVID virus, you are absolutely living in a fool's paradise. If you think you're going to go to the CDC site to get the last best truthful information concerning the COVID virus and the vaccines, you are living in a fool's paradise. Why is that? Well, let me give you a clue. Did you know that just uh, recently, what was in the last uh, few weeks, the CDC, here here are a few things that that you need to know. One, the CDC withdrew the PCR testing protocol that was used to falsify COVID positives so as to push the pandemic. That was the CDC. They knew, here's the deal, you want to know the truth? Here's the truth. The truth is that the so-called PCR test could not tell the difference between the common flu and the COVID virus, COVID-19. So the CDC finally admitted that. So what was happening? People, every time they got something that was a flu-like symptom, they went in to get tested. They got tested by this PCR test, said that they were positive, and so the CDC reported it as another COVID positive. So we ended up with how many hundreds of thousands of COVID-positive people? They weren't COVID-positive. They may have been flu-positive, but they weren't COVID-positive. So what happened? The statistics regarding the common flu almost disappeared for a year and a half. That's impossible. So they reported almost every flu case as a COVID case. Now, friends, you want to find real information? Now you're hearing it. You've been deceived. Absolutely deceived. And why? See, we have to ask the question, why is this deception going on? And that's not the only deception. Now they've withdrawn the PCR testing protocol because it's been proven that it is not reliable in the least. So why are they doing this? Because behind the scenes, friends, you must understand that the great goal is not the health of America. It's two things. A new global order 
and setting the stage for it by diminishing America's strength by whatever means, including diminishing the health of the people, diminishing their future ability to be strong. By the way, that is the reason, the primary reason for all of the influx without any resistance of people from south of the border. It has very little to do with the care of those people. It has to do with diminishing the strength of our country so that we will more easily be assimilated into this new world order because currently the U.S. still is the strongest nation on the planet. And they know it. And they must diminish our strength. Economically, morally, spiritually, and even in terms of our population. That's what's happening. Wait to hear what's coming next. This is Viewpoint. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. Saveus.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at saveus.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, saveus.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, saveus.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at saveus.org. I want to suggest to you that because of the seductive nature of our times, uh, the deception that is upon us, and by the way, what we're dealing with here is not just uh, medical deception and political deception, economic deception. It's spiritual deception. And that's the primary reason why we're talking about it here on this program. Everybody and his brother is talking about COVID and vaccines and so on. We're not talking about it for the same reasons. We're talking about it because at the root of it is a massive spiritual confrontation to completely strip every man, woman, and child on this planet of freedom. As Klaus Schwab said, uh, heading up the uh, World Economic Forum, by 2030, you will own nothing and you'll be happy about it. So how's that going to happen? Your freedom's going to be taken away. Your ability to own property is going to be taken away. And you're going to be happy about it because the new global government as your new God will provide all your needs according to its riches and glory by the global elite. You might want to consider getting a copy of my book, Seduction of the Saints. How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. Seduction of the Saints, How to Stay Pure in a World of Deception. It doesn't even talk about COVID. It talks about our thinking. Friends, you have no idea. You can't imagine 
the breadth and scope of the deception that we are facing. That's why Jesus said and warned his disciples there two days before his crucifixion, right there on the Mount of Olives, he says, take heed that no man deceive you. In fact, he said, there are many coming even in my name. They're going to deceive many. The deception is growing. It's multiplying. And as we move through this final segment of the program here today, you're going to see how intense the pressure now is getting to strip every man, woman, and child on this planet of freedom. We're talking about the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control. They have now called for vaccinated individuals with no symptoms still to be tested for COVID. Why? They had previously said that fully vaccinated people don't need to be tested after exposure unless they had symptoms. Notice, they don't trust the vaccines. They don't. So why are the vaccines being promoted? Control, friends, control. Governmental control. And the massive money that is at stake through the pharmaceutical companies. Next, the CDC has stopped counting vaccine deaths to blame all COVID cases on the unvaccinated. This is deception, friends. It's manipulation and deception of the worst order to help drive the false narrative that vaccines are protecting people against the Wuhan virus. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have officially stopped testing vaccinated people for it. Why? Because they don't want to reveal that vaccinated people are getting the virus just like everybody else. So they only test unvaccinated people so that they can pretend that they're reporting the truth, you see, about unvaccinated people getting the virus. But that's only half a truth. The real truth is to compare those that are unvaccinated with those that are vaccinated that are getting the virus. And guess what? In Israel, the latest reports are that 74% of all those who are getting the coronavirus or the Delta version have already been vaccinated. Did you, did you hear that? In Israel, the same is true in the UK. The same is true in Singapore. These are the reports that are coming from around the world. So why does Dr. Fauci then come out as reported in Israel National News this week and say people who got COVID should still get vaccinated? Why? What is it for? It's not going to prevent the spread of the virus. So what's it for if you already had COVID? In other words, the vaccine isn't going to prevent you from getting COVID. Again, that's what it really means. Why has the CDC this week say that pregnant women should get the COVID vaccine? Urging pregnant and breastfeeding women to get the COVID vaccine. Why? 
Do you realize what that will do to the babies? Ultimately, in their lifestyle, in their lifetime? What you're not being told, friends, is what other doctors are saying that are not, don't have their foot in the gravy, their hand in the gravy train, and in the power struggle with the government. These doctors are saying this is an experimental vaccine and the very inner workings of the vaccine are ultimately calculated to produce vast, unexpected consequences in the next 5, 10, and 15 years. Now, the next. Doctors could have their medical licenses revoked for COVID misinformation. What is COVID misinformation, according to the CDC? Information that disagrees with their company viewpoint that we've already discussed and uh, realized is not true. So anything that does not line up with Dr. Fauci and the CDC is necessarily misinformation. When the reality is that they are the ones that are delivering the misinformation that is being touted through media as if somehow it is gospel truth, even Fox News. Now, how intense is this becoming? A U.S. House candidate in California this week called for the shooting of anyone who doesn't take the COVID seriously. In other words, get the vaccine. Isn't that what, in essence, the Terminator said, either yesterday or today, when he said, it's all over the news media, when he said, screw your freedom. In other words, freedom means nothing. Just get the vaccine. He knows nothing about the vaccine. He knows nothing. All he knows is what he hears in the echo chamber. The propaganda machine. Is that what you and I are supposed to be controlled by? A propaganda machine? No, we should do our own due diligence, shouldn't we? Next, data around the world show a surge in new COVID cases among the vaccinated. This just came out. Data around the world show surge in new COVID cases among those that are vaccinated. Contrary to what you're being told. So why get the vaccination? They are telling you that it's supposed to be for the good of society to prevent the spread of the, of the virus. Friends, that is not what it's for. And they know that, but they're using this to manipulate the public in order to take away your freedom and bring you to the point of absolute submission to the new world order that they're seeking to establish. Now, the head of the Defense Department is going to require 
American troops, mandatory COVID shots. So the headline reads, can God exempt American troops from mandatory COVID-19 shots? In other words, if the government says you will, can God say you won't? Hmm. Well, let's look at it this way. Nebuchadnezzar's government told Daniel not to pray for 30 days. Nebuchadnezzar's government told Daniel's three friends that anyone who bows down, who will not bow down to the golden image of Nebuchadnezzar, when they hear the sound of the trumpet, will be thrown into the fiery furnace. Here's my question. Did God keep Daniel from being thrown in the lion's den? No. Did God keep Daniel from dissing or disagreeing with the king's edict that he should that he should not be praying during those 30 days to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? No. Did God prevent the three Hebrew young men from bowing down to the golden statue when the trumpet sounded by Nebuchadnezzar? No, he did not. Could God exempt them from those mandates by government? He didn't exempt them. God didn't even try to exempt them. It tested their willingness to stand against unrighteousness that was at the root of their relationship with God. And they defied what the government said. Not because they had defiant attitudes, but because they serve God the greater. So here's my question for you. Who do you serve? Who do you really serve? We'll be back after this. Stay tuned. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church. Why are White House influencers pressing children to take COVID vaccines? Why has the White House hired social media star Benito Skinner 
to produce a White House video to urge teens to become vaccinated for COVID-19. Why are they going after our children who are extremely unlikely to get the virus and when they do, even less likely to be harmed by it? Friends, it's not about health. It's not about preventing the spread of the, of the virus. It's about control. When are we going to see it? The Department of Homeland Security training program is preparing for rural lockdowns, mass quarantines for unvaccinated Americans. Isn't this interesting? Coming from a a Massachusetts Institute of Technology study, we referred to this uh, a week or so ago. Vaccine hesitancy is a big problem. According to the Biden administration, less than half the public is fully vaccinated. Well, more than that now. Uh, The goal of fully vaccinating the American public appears to have stalled. So look what they're trying to do. They're, they're, They're scaring the people, trying to terrify people with threats. You're not going to be able to eat. You're not going to be able to work. You're not going to be able to breathe. Oh, wait till you hear what's coming. Sometimes arguments against vaccination are taken for irrational thinking. But a study done at Massachusetts Institute of Technology showed that a substantial portion of public health skepticism was highly informed, scientifically literate, and sophisticated in the use of data. Skeptics use the same data sets as those with the orthodox views on public health but came to completely different conclusions. Most vaccine skepticism, if by, if that's what we mean by reluctance, is not based on conspiracy theorizing. It's based on risk benefit calculations. This reflects the real facts about the risk of death from COVID. People may be wildly overestimating their risk from the vaccine and underestimating their risk from COVID, but they have the directional thinking correct, said the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. In other words, the people, the third of the population that is saying, no way, no how. It's not about misinformation. It's not that we don't have enough information. We have an overwhelming amount of information, and we are concluding this is not safe. Nor is it man- is it merited. A radical school board member this week has said that kids who don't wear masks to schools are murderers. Are you beginning to pick up the spirit of this thing? This is the spirit that is driving it. It's the spirit of fear being driven intentionally by our democratic-controlled government. Next, Democrats want to drop people from Medicare and Medicaid unless they agree to be injected with the experimental deadly vaccine. Did you hear that? Maybe I should read it again. Democrats want to drop people from Medicare and Medicaid unless they agree to be injected with the experimental deadly vaccine. This is one of the most powerful tools the Biden administration has at its disposal to try to compel everybody to get vaccinated and to have total control 
overall. And if you get vaccinated once, you'll have to be vaccinated again. And now this week, the CDC has said no, and you're going to have to be vaccinated a third time. And then we're told that those vaccines are not efficacious even to prevent the uh, to reduce the symptoms for more than six months, and so you'll have to continue to be vaccinated who knows how long. One commentator says the vaccine that doesn't kill the virus can lead to more potent viruses. That's now the latest understanding. That's the latest understanding. That what is happening is that the nature of these vaccines are such that they are actually setting up the stage for the development of new mutations, such as Delta and now the new one, Lambda, that just came out, that are not susceptible to the vaccines at all. In other words, it's the law of unintended consequences. Remember, this is an experimental. These are experimental vaccines. They don't know what's going to happen. And that's the reason why the inventor of the mRNA vaccine protocol, the inventor came out twice in the last two or three weeks, and warned the world about not jumping on the bandwagon for these vaccines and urged the FDA not to approve the vaccines. They're too dangerous. Not just on the short term, but over the next years. Five, ten, even fifteen years. Even in Israel, the new prime minister, who is definitely not an Orthodox Jew, is now threatening the Jewish people, and particularly the Orthodox, saying, if you don't get vaccinated, you're not going to hear the sound of the shofar at the Feast of Trumpets, or on Rosh Hashanah, or on the Day of Atonement or on the Feast of Tabernacles. These are the highest holy days of the Jewish year. He's threatening the Orthodox Jews, if you don't get vaccinated, you won't be able to do what God commands you to do. Hmm. That almost sounds like Nebuchadnezzar again, doesn't it? This interesting report, the most vaccine-hesitant group of all. Guess who they are? PhDs. The most educated are the ones who are the most hesitant to get the vaccine. They're not the uninformed people. They are the most informed people. So where do you stand? Now, in Australia, this is moving so quickly. All of Australia is in lockdown now. In the Australian state of New South Wales, residents are dealing with the outbreak. Delta now. The top elected state official is urging citizens to rat 
on one another. That means turn your neighbors in. Are you beginning to get the sense of what's happening here, the dynamics, friends? This is being used, leveraged, to force or compel every man, woman, and child throughout the entire Western world to prepare to submit to the New World Order, the Great Reset. They even say the top public health officials want you to stop having conversations with other people. Outdoor gatherings are limited to two people, and most retail outlets are closed. As one writer said, the language was practically like something out of the old Soviet Union. Indeed it is, because that's exactly what's coming about. One writes, welcome to 1938. First they came for the unvaccinated. Hmm. But 1938 was not the Holocaust. It was the pre-Holocaust. It was the time before the nightmare, when the foundation was being laid to destroy the freedom, free speech, businesses, and lives of millions of Jews. Everything happening today to the American people, in fact, to the whole Western world, to the Constitution, to freedom, and particularly to unvaccinated Americans, reminds me of 1938. And that's only the beginning. It gets worse from there. First, the papers. Vaccine mandates and vaccine passports are just like 1938 when the Gestapo demanded papers from every German. Republicans asked for papers from migrants who had broken into our country. Democrats said, no, that's racism. Republicans asked for papers once every two years for federal elections to prove you have a right to vote. Democrats said, no, that's racism. Now, Democrats want American citizens, not illegal aliens, not criminals, but patriots born in this country to produce papers 24-7. We'll need papers to enter restaurants, bars, nightclubs, concerts, casinos, conventions, hotels, and to board a train, plane, or bus. We'll need papers to enter a supermarket, or we'll starve to death all for the crime of being unvaccinated against the flu. Whatever happened to the war cry of Democrats, my body is my choice. I don't know how much more, you know, as I was preparing for today's program, I actually began to get sick. This very seldom happens to me because I just don't allow this uh, research and so on to get to me that way. But today, I got such a knot in my stomach. I have known for a long time what was coming. I have sought to warn here on this program to prepare the way for professing Christians to understand the dynamics of what is happening in our world and why, and to be prepared, to be prepared not in terms of going out and buying extra food or buying gold and silver, having reserves of this, that, or the other. That's fine if you want to do that. I'm not against it. But if you put your trust there, I'm against that. God is against that. 
Because what he really wants us to do is trust him. He does not want us to trust a godless government. He doesn't want us to trust those who claim to be our pseudo-saviors and who are seeking to turn our affections and our trust away from God who gave and preserved us a nation and to put our confidence and our trust in a new global government and the rebuilding of the Tower of Babel on steroids. That is an offense against a holy God. And you and I are required to make a choice. I was talking with someone just today in a large supermarket, and they were indicating to me that they were having serious conversations about filing religious exemptions concerning their employment. And it was going to cost them significant money to do that, not as bribery, but because the requirements were so detailed, because the government doesn't want you to be exempted. They hate religious exemptions. They would get away with them if they could. And one day they probably will. But that's where we are. Fear has torment, my friends. It really does. God doesn't want you to be tormented by fear. He wants you to walk by faith and trust him. Let's make decisions not based upon propaganda, not based upon our fear of this, that, or the other. But let's ask God for some clear, clear, unadulterated direction in these times because it ain't going to get better. It's going to become more intense. Trust in the Lord, friend, with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll direct your path. He will. Get a copy of our book, Seduction of the Saints, an $18 book, yours for $15, on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. Tell your friends, Romans, and countrymen about the program, friends. We need to get the message out. Prepare the way of the Lord for history's final hour. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.